0: Hi, my name is Callie, and on this podcast, hindsight is everything. Our goal is to look back on seasons we've been through and help prepare those about to face the same things. There's something powerful in knowing you're not alone and knowing someone has gone before you. So I gather up some great people, I ask them all the questions I can think of, and then hopefully by the end, we're better than when we started. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to No One Told Me. have you ever felt like you should definitely do something like made a huge decision threw yourself into uncertainty because you just knew it was the right thing and then nothing it didn't immediately work out it didn't click into place just right whatever your expectations were became distant dreams but you still knew it was the right thing and so with every mountain you just kept climbing you reach the top and you've seen you've got more steps down before moving back up to another peak maybe not the peak you wanted, but with just enough of a view that you're sure you're moving in the right direction. For Michael and Heather, that's what their journey into international adoption has been. Lots of hope, lots of disappointment, but a confidence along the way that made putting one foot in front of the other always the right thing to do. From closing adoption agencies to slow paperwork to months of waiting, this sweet couple has navigated a hard road because they knew their baby girl was waiting for them on the other side. Hear more when no one told me about international adoption. So I'm here with my friends, Michael and Heather. I'm going to let them, because here's the thing, I'm getting to know them as well. So we're all kind of getting to know each other together. And that's a little bit of what's exciting about this podcast is I have no idea what they're going to say. So I, <laughs> just, I literally, I'm flying blind here and I'm excited to hear uh, what we learned from this. But let's just jump in. You guys go ahead, tell us a little bit about yourselves, what you love, what you don't love, kind of the stuff you do in your free time, all that good stuff. So we love to be
1: together. We love um, hanging out with our boys, do a lot of outdoor stuff, swimming. Our boys play soccer. Three so we, boys, right? Three boys. Oh, mm-hmm. help you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we spend a good percentage of our life at the soccer field.
2: And that um, usually entails wagons, canopies, mm-hmm. extra, yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah. Injuries. Packs, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> all, the, oh, the, all those things. Yes, <laughs> all those yes. Things. Um, personally, I like to read. Yes. So Yes. Um, Did I you can read that,
0: the, the crawdad book? What's it called? I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list. Um, I, I took it from Kristen. I, okay. I don't okay. know that her husband even finished it before <laughs> right. I forced my way <laughs> right. he was to, into that book. He was close, yes. Yeah. I just needed it. I needed it because everyone yes. has talked about it this yes. summer. Yes. Yes. I've seen it. What's so, been one of your favorites you've read recently?
1: Goodness. Recently, I don't know. Recently, don't a, you hate when you're put on the
0: spot yeah. with a question like that? You say I read all the time, uh, and then you're I'm like, not, I, I don't know. What is one yeah, book that I've yeah. read? <laughs> well, I've
1: started like um, young adult novel type things, mm-hmm. and so like historical fiction type things. Yes, um, I read one called The Orphan Train, and that was pretty intriguing. I didn't even know that was a thing that existed, but it was a fiction book based on a real live thing where they would take trains full of orphans like back in the 20s and deliver them to towns and people would just come out and select. So that was a really
0: intriguing book. Uh, See, my mother-in-law will only read books and watch movies that are true stories. So, yeah. I mean, it's like her one criteria, <laughs> right, right, right. and you watch a lot of garbage that way, but every now and again, <laughs> you find something great yeah, that's yeah, like amazing, yeah. and you're like, oh my yeah.
2: goodness, I can't believe this happened. Yes. I'm a yeah. big documentary history kind of person. So mm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Michael? What do you do? I am a teacher at Alcoa what Elementary School. What grade do you teach? I am the intervention and instructional coach, so I support the teachers with curriculum and mm. practices in the classroom and some the other sort of intervention support that they would need. So you're there. with all ages. So I'm with all ages pre K2 at wow. our building. Yeah. So when we were thinking about what we love or hate, I said there are two things. I hate mayonnaise and I hate failure. Like and I said, <laughs> so we're gonna go with something <laughs> funny and then also something super, we're getting profiled, real deep, real right? <laughs> yeah. Really
0: don't care for mayonnaise
2: and failure. <laughs> and failure. <laughs> Those <laughs> are the two on my list. It's mayonnaise and failure. So yeah. So but you know, just spending time together with our three boys and just the anticipation uh, of adding to our family is really exciting and and knowing how that's going to change the dynamic. Yeah, of who absolutely. we are as a family, but super excited to see that coming.
0: Heather, what do you do? What's your...
1: I am an early interventionist, so I okay. work with families that have infant, two, three-year-olds who have developmental delays.
0: Okay. So,
1: know. I bet that's challenging.
0: It in is. It way. can be, yeah. You touched on it briefly, Michael, just a second ago. Speaking of support and growing families and everything else, you all are about to go into... A whole new season of life. And, you know, I loved hearing just tidbits of your story from Kristen, but uh, I do know that we're gonna have to be vague on some of the details just to kind of protect the process because you all are almost there. Right. You're almost. so close. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some of the details might need to be um, a little bit vague, vague, but this whole idea of adoption, it is a huge decision. I mean, it's obviously not something you just wake up one day and you're like, hey, we're gonna fill out some paperwork <laughs> and we're gonna see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean this, and I right. know for you all it's been it's been a journey, but what was the road like that led up to this
2: decision for you all? For our journey, it's been three years in April that we've been in process for our adoption. So in, in the world of adoptions, you know, we we thought that that was a long time. But the more people that we speak to, we realize that seems like a lot of people's journeys is that it's a really long process. Yeah. Uh, but I think that the, the journey kind of started with me uh, and the way that God was working in my heart. You know, I always saw myself as a daddy to a daughter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he blessed us with three healthy boys who are all boys we hear that from a lot of people right <laughs> uh, and and we love them and wouldn't change that at all and we know that kind of part of the picture for us now was because god was going to call us to this mm. at some point point. and so he kept you know putting that on my heart and you know and and one day i just came out and i just said hey you know i'm thinking that maybe we should you know adopt and and we could be sure that it's a girl because if we have another biological It'll you get be a to boy. pick them this way. Yeah, this way exactly. You get to pick them. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, "What do you you know, think about that?" And literally, her quote was, "I think you're crazy." <laughs> and you know, and I was like, "Well," accurate. <laughs> and I said, "Well, you know, I said I'm going to pray about that. You know, maybe you should too, and maybe you pray happens. for me, or just yeah, the whole situation." Yeah. I <laughs> said, pick. "So we'll just see what happens." Uh, and so you know, God, I was you know praying about that, and you know, and she was too. Uh, you know, fast forward a little bit of time, and uh, I had some traveling for work that was happening, and. I called to pass the time and I was like, Hey, you know how everything's going and she's like, Well, I just need to talk to you about something. And I said, okay. And I said, what? And she said, I think that we should talk about this adoption thing or something like that. And I said, what? <laughs> and she was like, you know, I, I really, you know, been praying about it and and God keeps, you know, pressing me to think about it and, you know, whatever. And I said, wait a second. I said, this is like a dinner conversation, like not a driving back from Nashville. This like, isn't we just to, I'm trying to yeah, burn yeah, some
0: time yeah, conversation yeah, exactly, I want to have with you.
2: Exactly. And so one of the things that she said after that was, but if I didn't say it now, I'm not sure I would say it because I would come up with reasons. Why mm. we shouldn't? Because mm-hmm. that's
1: what had been going on. It had really been on my heart for a couple months, but every time I started to say something about it, it was literal fear. Yeah, you know that crept up, mm-hmm. and I would just shut
0: it down. So, how, I how knew old in that were room. your boys when you started? Because I know, like as a mom, if Ryan had come to me and I had like mm-hmm. a four-year-old, and he yeah. was like, "You know what? We're in glory land right now. Let's start over. Yeah. Right. let's start yeah. over with with <laughs> someone that may not even speak our language. Let's start. To, you know, that's exactly I mean, the
2: case. I mean, because we just they were. It was nine. Seven and then three, three.
0: Huh.
2: and so I would we have had reacted.
0: Just, the same we way were out of there. all yeah. bad, no, you, know? you have lost your mind. Yeah, do you think we yeah. should yeah. do this again? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. You know, I think the,
1: our youngest had just gotten out of diapers, and especially now looking back, it's like that was a good time. Like yep. to not have <laughs> any more babies, you know, or any
2: more little ones. So, yeah. um. well, and and kind of even more backstory to have our third because our first two biological sons where they were 18 months apart. So that happened really quickly. And then it took some convincing (laughs) for the third, but then of course we are, our third is a blessing and we couldn't imagine life without him. Uh, And so again, it was just, again, that journey of if it feels, you know, like God's leading us down, we will, we will pursue that a little bit further. So from then, you know, that was kind of the decision. And so we just prayed together and then we were like, well, you know, like we should see what's next. And so we were like, well, we've heard of, you know, a local agency. And so we were like, well, maybe we should just go to their meeting. And I said, well, how about I just check to see? it was like the next Thursday. Literally
1: days, days later. And so we were
2: like, well, maybe we should go this Thursday. And so then the ball kind of started rolling from there.
1: But all of those first things were terrifying. I mean, I literally was like shaking to go like, this was, it was very scary situation. that's what I was going
0: to say. How did you move through that fear? I mean, because you show up, you obviously don't know anything. Like, Mm -hmm. If I, you know, I would <laughs> yeah. literally just be like, okay, I want to adopt and I would have no idea where to start. I might, right. I might put it in the old Googler and figure uh-huh. it out like the first right. step, yeah. but sure. that, I've heard
2: people do this. <laughs> yes, I know. There's
0: other people who have done this adoption thing. <laughs> yeah. What is step one? So you just kind of found a local agency. You went to that first class and I mean, what, how did you move through that fear? How did you move? Like, how did you find the, the peace and the assurance that this is the direction we need to go in? I think those first few steps, it was
1: just doing the next thing. So they said, go, if you're at all interested in international adoption, go online and fill out the form. So we went online and filled out the form because we didn't know where this was going to take us, what route. At that point, I think we were fairly certain that we needed just to pursue adoption, but we didn't know what that was going to look like for us. And so we just continued to do the next thing. And it moved pretty quickly. And I feel like the, the more we got into that process, the more the fear... Was kind of pushed to the side, yeah,
2: yeah, and it just seemed like each decision left us with peace, mm-hmm. you know. Like so, we went to the meeting and we were like, "Oh, that, you know, that wasn't as scary as we thought it was going to be," or you know, "Is it yeah. domestic or international?" And it was like, "Well, it seems like international." Do you feel that way? I feel that way, and <laughs> yeah. so and it's like, "Oh, what country? Oh, these countries are available." Well, does you, do you? I thought that too. That must be it, you know. And so we just kept walking through and just making the next decision. And so as we made the decisions, you know, we just had peace about that decision, and and then we just moved forward. And so we. we We had hoped that the journey would be that, you know, you make a decision and then you move to the next decision and then the next thing happens and then you move forward and then you bring home this baby and you have, you have she she is there (laughs) and that that is not in fact how it's happening. so
0: Well, how did you, you know, the next step, you went to the meetings, it started becoming more real. Obviously, at some point you have to talk to the boys about it and you have to say, here's this crazy scheme we've cooked up. We need you to get in the boat with us on it. So how did those conversations go? How did they
2: feel about it? again that's one of my favorite parts because we we took them to dinner not over the phone call on the <laughs> yeah. drive back from we didn't Nashville just call we, didn't yeah. we did didn't FaceTime them and show them their new yeah. baby yeah. sister we, <laughs> we took them out to dinner and you know and, and we talk a lot about uh, the importance of faith and and how sometimes we're called to do specific things even if they feel uncomfortable and so you know that's how we kind of preface the 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 journey with them and we were talking to them at dinner and we were like and so you know sometimes there are our babies whose families can't care for them for certain reasons or there are you know families who maybe their parents die before their children are grown and they need someone to care for them. And so, you know, God sometimes calls those people orphans and they ask people to adopt them. And so, you know, one of the things that we feel like we should do as a family is adopt a baby. And, so, you know, and we expected this like, why would you? Uh? And they were like, yeah, okay. of course you should. Like, why shouldn't we all why be doing we that? This yeah, right. <laughs> why don't we? Ha- what yeah, what have you
0: all been doing? <laughs> yeah, why are we
2: waiting so long? And so that you know, is one of those things like that we also felt peace about because it wasn't like no, you know, we don't want a baby or we don't want another or we, They were just like, yeah. So what's next? You know, like yeah. it, they just accepted it and were like, Let's of course, ahead. yeah.
1: And a lot of times after that conversation, because our youngest was. Three, We would go out to dinner and then we'd come home, and he's like, Where's baby sister?
0: Like, he was just ready for that he to thought happen. With every in. dinner, there should mm-hmm. be another child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had yeah. another conversation yeah. about yeah. what the future is. Yeah. yeah. So, I know, and probably in the season, those first steps felt like the hardest, but I learned a little bit from your all story that that was not the hardest part. That was of, not, that was not story. nearly the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. That it, uh, looking back now, it seems probably like some of the sure. easiest parts, but yeah. you knew what you wanted to do. I mean, you had talked to your family about it. You kind of were locked into this decision, but. I know you hit a couple bumps. I know that from there, from that first meeting on, the hope built, and then the hope was dashed, and then the hope built. So how did you deal with the roller coaster of it? I'll share a little bit about what that journey has looked like.
2: So in terms of our journey kind of to date, after that meeting, we had you know felt peace about pursuing a specific country and went through the lots and lots of paperwork, lots and lots of paper cuts. But again, I'm a little bit obsessive about things like that. So when I was completing our dossier for, for that country, our social worker was like, I think this is the, you know, the quickest we've ever gotten together. And I was like, yes, yes. You know, mark that down. You better believe it. And I think there were
1: like no mistakes or maybe like one mistake. She's like, I've never seen one so completely.
2: So, you know, and and that's part of the journey for us is like, if there's something we can do, just tell us what uh it is. But what we've realized is, you know, God's calling us not to be in control of all of the things that we need to do. Uh So we pursued that country. We were in kind of pursuing that country. Our information was there. We were waiting to be matched. Uh, And then about two years into that process, give or take, uh, we got a call from our social worker that the health of that program uh, wasn't great. And they, you know, said that we could still pursue them, but it would be closer to a five to seven year process. Wow as opposed to the two to three process that we had initially uh, had been given. And again, when you think of two to three years, that's a long time. But when you mm-hmm. think of five to seven, that's a long time. Yeah. And you think about our children and their ages and growing. And, and we, my age. And our <laughs> ages. And, <laughs> Forget about their yeah. age. What about me? Yeah. Uh, Getting older
1: by the day. <laughs> yeah.
2: And so, you know, but, but we, again, we prayed about it and we felt like, you know, God was saying, stay the course. Like, this is where you need to be. We decided that on a Monday, and then on a Wednesday, we got a call from our local social worker and said, hey, we've got this new program starting. We know that the program you're with is, you know, not healthy, and so we feel like you would be great. And so we were like, what? Like, you know what? We've made this decision. But then again, we—it was that it was really a tough decision because it was a decision on us to make, mm-hmm. and there wasn't a clear sign of this is going to be quicker, yeah. or this is going to happen, and you or this so is far who in. we've I mean, already so waited. Who does this? And you know, and, and we we were we could not come to a clear like <laughs> make a decision, yeah. and then we were like putting it off, and we you know we would talk about it, but around it, and then finally I was like. We have to make this decision. There's not a right or wrong. Let's pray about it tomorrow. We're deciding, like we're going to make it. So we decided to pursue the other country, and so it felt really. That was a really. It it was sad. We was we really.
1: I yeah. cried for like the whole two hour conversation because it just felt like the thing that we were doing. We were turning our backs on. Yeah, it's literally. Yeah. it felt like you know. That we were—you'd
0: already invested so much yeah, of your emotion and yeah, your heart. Yeah. And I your, mean, yeah. we we know a lot and about this country, her. and we
1: made connections with people from there, or who had adopted children from there, yeah. or do mission work there, and it felt
2: like—and it felt like all of those things were leading us because it was the proof that that's where we should be. So right, those were the signs mm-hmm. that this is right. Mm-hmm. But then we had to let go of that and grieve the loss of you know, what we thought that our child would look like, yeah. right, or, or be from, or where mm-hmm. she, you know, all of that. Then we did that. And again, it was like, once the decision was made, okay, we've made it. Let's move, move, on. move forward. Yeah. So, uh, and we had that piece. And so we started pursuing the other country. Uh, again, another dossier, paperwork, another... uh, got so good at, you know, getting things <laughs> you say this, sealed. how
0: many, how many pieces of paper do you think you had to go oh, through? Oh, my
2: word. I mean, I would say over, would you say 500? Uh, I mean, probably it was, probably. It, it's, 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 it's doable, but it is an insane when you see it together, all of the things. Yeah. And then and it's not just getting a paper signed. You get it signed. You get it notarized. You get it certified. And then you get it state sealed, <laughs> which means you get it in Nashville, right? Yeah. You've got to travel... To the state and get it. So anyway, so all of those things. So we we did that process for the second country, and we're we were completed so close. We had sent it in, sent the draft in. You know, make sure there were any yeah. errors. Uh, we were getting our fingerprints done for some immigration work that needed to be done. We literally, and that's a. I mean, I don't know if we have time for, it, but that's a great story. Kind of where we are now, but we left from getting our fingerprints, which is a funny story in itself, got a call from our social worker and said, hey, we need to talk. We had it set up. We called. And then from this high of getting this done to finish this process to move forward, within 10 minutes, she told us that that program was not, in fact, opening. Oh, so, my word. Yeah. So, <laughs> so do,
0: how does that even happen? Yeah, I'm
2: at right? a loss. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. how? Well, that's, that's what we said. Yeah, <laughs> It was
1: a brand new program. There were just some discrepancies between our agency and the government about some things and they just, the agency didn't feel comfortable going forward. And we don't and to be thankful for, for that? that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because where would that have led? You yeah. Know? So anyway, we were literally two and a half years in yeah. process and we're no closer to being, and further it away. Felt like, we felt. No it, closer. Almost <laughs>
0: back to square one. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Again.
1: I mean, yeah. we literally stepped back and said, God, is this what you're asking us to do? He said, yes. We said, is it still international? <laughs> he said, Yes. And We said, okay, now what? <laughs> no. yeah. yeah.
0: So, how did you stay encouraged? This roller coaster. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it, that is the most accurate depiction <laughs> of what of what this was. So, how you did so much waiting? Yeah, you've done so well, much we are waiting. A lot, a lot of waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you stay encouraged? How and do you stay on task and on this is what we're going to do, and not just feel like okay, there's too many roadblocks, we give up.
2: Well, and that's, and I think for us together, it was just like constant encouragement for when we needed it. Somebody just asked like, you know, who's the calm one and who's the emotional one? And I said, we both are at different times. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So like it if is. I needed to cry and be upset and be frustrated or angry or mad, like she was like, but it's going to work out and you know, it's going to happen. Or if she needed to have a breakdown because, you know, or, or am I going to be this age before this baby gets home? And then yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you might be, but it'll be fine. You know, you can like, do that old yeah. people
0: app on, the, um, <laughs> yes. on yes. Instagram right totally now. Totally yes. This yes. is what I'm going to look. Like by the yeah. time I get this <laughs> well, they recognize me home. from the pictures.
2: That's right. Uh, and so I think that that was big. And I think you know the support that we have because we we share our story with people mm-hmm. because we need them to support us. Mm-hmm. And and then again, and it, it and I think it's just part of because we know that we're called to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we we were called, and you know, and, and a big part of this journey for us is this idea of you're not called to do easy things. Mm-hmm. And so, this is the not easy thing. And you mentioned it earlier about the idea of making the decision to adopt that should be the hard decision. But so many things after that decision have been so much harder Mm -hmm. that it's just, you know, what's the next hard decision that we're going to have to make? That's where we are. You know, like, when are we going to make this decision? It's almost like you're weathered at this point.
0: You know, you mentioned that you were, you had people who were encouraging you and you had these moments of encouragement. So this is a little bit of a curveball, but I don't think you'll struggle with this question. For the people who are listening right now and they know people who are on this road to adoption and it is a harder, like I have friends who put in years ago, for adoption and are still waiting. And I mean, they're, every day they're just waiting for a phone call. What are some of the best ways that you've been encouraged in this process? We have
1: met several people who have adopted. And I think those people have been the biggest encouragement Mm -hmm. when you hear their stories when you see their children we had dinner with some people who had adopted a child from the same country that our child's coming from and we were asking them questions they've had their daughter home three years i think and we were asking them questions and they're like hmm i don't really remember (laughs) yeah i don't remember and you're like how can you not remember i mean this is so huge for us right now Mm -hmm. it's sometimes all-consuming this process and we're like how did how did you forget and they're like well i mean she's home and we're just back to normal life yeah and so for me that was really encouraging knowing that someday this is going to be a distant memory Mm -hmm. it feels big and heavy and hard right now Mm -hmm. but someday it's going to be a small part of this whole story Yeah. yeah
2: and i think another piece of that is you know it's one of those things. Like, do we ask where the baby is or how things are going? Or and I think it's a huge piece of just like read the body language kind yeah. of piece of the puzzle. Like, if I look like I'm in a good place, yep. like sure, let's talk about because I because I you room. know I, yep. I love to talk about her yeah. and I love to show you pictures of her and I love but if I if if I look like I'm sad, it may not be the best yeah. chance to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, but I, and I think a huge piece of the puzzle is just the the prayer support that mm-hmm. we've had and the encouragement uh, and you know and just that we, we can feel it. Yeah, and we know that that's part of of The process, and just like when we were going through the process, so we got the call that the program closed. We were on vacation again. We make a pact, and she was like, "We're we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're not. You know what I mean?" And I was like, "Okay, yeah, well. sure, we're not." And then, okay. and, and not I was like, look, "Well, I, we're not we going to talk this. about it, but I'm going to email the social worker. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I'll find
0: and someone to so. talk to
2: you
0: about it, but i <laughs> be you." And but. so,
2: um, so what we did that, and you know, and so that's when things started moving. We felt like, and you know, we'd heard this. We've heard sermons about this before. That when God's moving things start flying forward. Mm-hmm. And so we talked to her and I was like, listen, we've tried to pick the country and we have failed twice. Yeah. So why don't you tell me? Like yeah. What's the you best option? You tell me option? where we can get a
0: baby from. What's <laughs> the on. best
2: option? You know, and her suggested was looking at the waiting child list yeah. through the agency. And so that's where we found our daughter. What is
0: the waiting child we were, list?
2: So it's just a list of at risks or harder to adopt yeah. children because of some needs that they may have or yeah. their age or different okay. things like that. And so we were sitting on a balcony of our condo and we were not Talking about it, remember? Yep, uh, not. But I just happened to have my phone and I looked at the list, and our daughter's face was there. And I said, You know, she was sitting there, and I said, Babe, I said, Look, I know we're not this. talking about it, but <laughs> I look said, at but this just baby. Just look, you, just look. And so I'll let her tell, but I, I showed her, gave her the phone. Mm-hmm.
1: And I had a like a physical reaction when I saw mm-hmm. that picture. It was kind of like I said, I guess this is what people. Feel when the love at first sight. I mean, it was yeah. literally a physical reaction. Kristen was over my shoulder looking at this, and it just felt like this was something different. Yeah. You know, just felt. Yeah. And this was like six days, yeah. I think, after finding yeah. out. But we weren't talking the, about it.
0: The, the, <laughs> but we weren't even closed. thinking about It wasn't we even weren't. on our radar. Yeah.
1: I wasn't thinking about it. He was clearly thinking about it. <laughs> and so we pursued her and just decided at that point that we're just going to walk through the open doors because there was some potentially serious medical diagnosis. And so we just walked through the doors and things. I mean, it was literally like God worked things out. One of our children was going to see a neurologist like the following week, and we had scans from her already that we were able to take to him. And
0: Oh, he was able great. to put to
1: rest that very serious diagnosis, and then we just continued, and then we're matched with her in November.
2: Because we, you get matched, you have to send in some paperwork, you have to yeah. request files, and so our social worker called, and so I had that feeling like, you know, here it goes is, again, this is it, this you know, is and that's it, what it, shut down. And I, and I you know, I, she answered, and I was like, "Hello," and she was like, "Hey," and you know, and and she was like, "Well, I wanted to talk to you," and like literally thought. I'm going to have to call and, like, Mm -hmm. tell Heather again that, you know, Mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen. And so she said, you're officially matched. And I said, whoa, whoa. I said, what do you mean? And Mm -hmm. she said, like, you know, she's yours. Mm -hmm. And I said, Whoa, like you know, and I, I'm yeah. like tearing up and like thinking like what is happening, and so and and she's like you know she's off the waiting child, you know, and there are still risks with every until mm-hmm. they're literally home that there are risks that are involved. But she said for all you know, we'll start pursuing her, and because of that, we can send her things and. Get information about her specifically and her growth. And so that's where we currently are. We've, you know, moved forward in the process and we are pursuing this little girl and we are super grateful to be on this journey to be led to her. You know, and again, we were talking about all of those things on the roller coaster that led us to her because she wasn't born when we started started the the process. Yeah. You know, she wasn't when, adoptable.
1: When we changed programs. When we she was changed not even adoptable programs. at that point.
2: She so. wasn't even on the list until you know what I mean, like yeah. a month or two before the other program closed. So yeah. it's all of those things like he wanted to teach us. Mm-hmm some things prior to actually finding our daughter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now that we found her, we're moving forward with that.
1: And I think that's the biggest thing I've learned through this is I didn't know when we started this process that God was going to use it to change me. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to grow our family. I knew it was going to to change that, but I had no idea the things that He was going to do in my life. Through this process.
0: And you know, it's so funny you say it that way, Heather, because I mean, I was just thinking, you know, if Ryan said, let's adopt, I'd be like, okay, I'm already a mom. This is yeah. easy. Like, I'll be fine. Sure. Like, I'll stay the same and yep. be fine. We'll yep. figure it out. Not yeah. a big deal. And if it doesn't work out, eh, who cares? Yeah. But it's one of those things, I think it's even more solidifying that you know it's God who's laid it on your Absolutely. heart when you can't walk away from yeah. it. Yeah. When, like, all of a and sudden, it's hard. The, yeah. Like, you're devastated <laughs> when it doesn't yeah. work out. You think, oh, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. We still have three kids. It's great. Absolutely. But it's almost like once God has called away. you to something, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To walk away from her. And it. I prayed
1: early on in the journey that He would give us a verse, you know, and He gave us the verse, walk by faith, not by sight. Mm. And we had no idea what that would mean because, I mean, virtually, even mm. still today, a little bit through the process, we cannot see. We don't know the day we're going to bring her home. People ask that all the time. We don't know. We don't know. We have some hopes. We have some guesses, yeah. best guesses about when that's going to be, but we can't see. We can't see when the end is going to be. And by end, I mean that she's home with us, which is just really the beginning. Yeah. Um, well, and
0: even you didn't foresee those programs closing. Absolutely like, who not. Who would have thought Absolutely you buy into not. these programs, you do all the work, you yeah. think this is, we're moving sure. right along. Well, and they right? had great
2: track records, yeah. right? A lot sure. of successful adoptions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's the, the thing is even though it, it makes sense for one person's journey or timeline or, you know, because that's a big adoption thing is timeline. It's like, what was your timeline? Yeah. Like, How did it ta- How long did it? Whatever. Uh, but even though it works out for one person, it's not your journey. Gosh, and so it? So true. Mm Comparing journeys or experiences. And and it's for this adoption, but it's taught us that in life, you know, Mm -hmm. like for moving forward from this, that just because they insert anything doesn't mean you're going to. Mm -hmm. Or just because that happened to them doesn't mean that you're, Mm -hmm. you know, immune from that happening. Yeah.
0: And that's in every – what you just said, it's in every season of life. You know, you think about in – I mean, from all the way—from high school. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you see it, even <laughs> elementary school. But, I mean, high school, someone gets mm-hmm. into college early, and you think, well, I'm yeah. just not getting into college yeah. then. Right. Or right. when a new mom, the kid starts walking. Your kid's the same age, not yeah. walking. Well, they're right. not going to—something's wrong. Yeah. They're right. not going to walk. You yeah. know, you yeah. always think, yeah. because it happened one way for someone, yeah. it's going to happen that
1: right. way for you. But through that, you just see the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. and His absolute—I mean, He's he's faithful, he he's st- started us on this journey, and I have no doubt that he's going to see us through mm-hmm. whatever it's going to take.
2: But he also didn't promise that it would be easy yeah. or and always joyful hasn't. or, mm-hmm. you know, that you wouldn't learn anything along the way mm-hmm. that you needed to take with you. And that's kind of our big, we talk about that a lot is when we're looking at these journeys, it's not what's happening kind of on the journey, but it's what it's doing to you Mm -hmm. and how it's impacting you and how you interact with other people or the relationships that you're building or what you're going to do next, Mm -hmm. you know, because we feel like this call to adoption is to bring her home, but I think it's going to shape kind of the future of our family and like how we're going to serve and what we're going to do and kind of what that impact is. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what we keep saying is, you know, this is bigger than us. Yeah.
0: How much further that influence reaches. Yeah. You know, I just had a conversation yesterday, and it was about the waiting periods. Like mm-hmm. when you're waiting, like when you know you're supposed to be doing something, but you're right. not doing it yet. Yeah. And you're in that season of waiting, and mm-hmm. that God builds so much character in those seasons. Like it is almost always if you're in a season of waiting, He's just building your character. Yeah. I mean, you saw it with David in mm-hmm. Scripture when he's a shepherd, sure. and God was like, you're going to be king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was it didn't happen the yeah. next day. No. I mean, right. He stayed in that field with the yeah. sheep. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, it was— right years and you Mm -hmm. see how God built that character Mm -hmm. and it's just so encouraging to hear you all talk about this waiting period and how part of you wants to think we're trying to do a good thing like why would this not be easier (laughs) we are Mm -hmm. doing something great Mm -hmm. and that God's like I am getting you ready for what's happening and who knows what that is I mean he knows yeah yeah so where are you right now at this step? You know, you said you don't know when you're going to get her. You don't know. what is yeah. What does everything look like right now as it stands?
2: Yeah. So the positive thing is we've got kind of from the U.S. side, we've got some documents kind of being processed to get her immigration yeah. and her kind of her documents needed to be a citizen. So we're working on those, which is huge because we've gotten some information on her mm-hmm. from her country. And then we will get it accepted in their government so that's the next thing that we're waiting on and yeah. then from acceptance then we get to move forward with kind of the court process mm-hmm. so we we for our, this country we travel twice probably about a 4 to 6 weeks in between first visit to second visit really okay and then uh the second visit we bring her home we take custody day 3 that we're there and then get to live our life together so You know, and that seems like, oh, that should take like a week, you know, but that could, that's still super unpredictable with some uh, things that have happened and changes. And and, and it's just the process. Again, you know, we we don't know when it'll be, but Mm -hmm. we're super hopeful that uh, it will be, you know, by the end of this year or beginning of next year or, you know, whenever, when it happens, she'll be here. You know, and that's what we tell people. We're just waiting until she comes home. Yeah.
0: How old is she? Is that something we could say? How old is she she's 18 months. She's 18 months. Mm -hmm. She'll be
2: two in January. So we're really hopeful she'll be home by her birthday.
0: That's how amazing won't feel getting on the plane for that second trip. I can't even. I mean, just. Well,
2: I said I did say that I'm going to have to get a shirt that says "We don't really know her either." <laughs> so if you can help, I let know. me know. You know, because I mean, it's a it's a quite yes. a long flight. Yes, very long. Uh, over ten hours, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> with a a new. I mean, a a baby that you don't know how to soothe or communicate with.
0: I heard about this one mom who did this. She got on an airplane with her baby and she had little packets and there were earplugs and a note in it. And it just said, I don't know what my baby's going to do on this flight. He's never flown before. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. If he cries, here's some earplugs. Please bear with us. And she gave it to every passenger on the plane. (laughs) And for some reason, everyone was like, okay, she recognizes this is probably going to suck. She's warned us. Mm -hmm. I feel okay about and it. And that's yes. like exactly
2: what I said. I, my, it's not going to be a secret. Yep. I mean, we're just going to stand up and say, hey, if you want to turn, yeah. I'll give you one. Yeah.
0: Everybody, <laughs> anyone who wants to hold this baby, you got it. We, we can all one it. hour all
2: this. Yes. And Yes. We'll, I'll be home. Yeah. <laughs> Another friend
1: who also brought their child home on a very long flight, she said, just think of it as labor. Uh, Like you do whatever you have to do to get through, and it'll be over eventually.
0: That's so valid. Yes. Oh, so many snacks. It's so valid. All the snacks. Yeah. So, for anyone who is considering adoption, let's say they're maybe on that stage where they've had the thought, but they don't really know if they want to do it, or maybe they're in those first few stages of it, the first weeks of of trying to move forward with it. What's your advice? What would you tell them that no one else will probably tell them?
2: It's going to be hard. It's not going to be the path that you see on the paper, you know, because it says they've got this very clear checklist, which I'm a checklist guy. Yeah. You know, turn in, baby. turn in the application. Turn in the paperwork, wait for a couple of and then and it's it's not going to be that. It's going to be the roller coaster that you mentioned. But I think that, you know, like Heather said, it's going to change you and be open for that because we can all benefit from that change. Yeah,
1: and don't let the fear stop you. Just yeah. walk through the door, whatever the next door is. And we've had other situations, it's like God will close the door where the door needs to be closed mm-hmm. and He'll leave it open if that's the door He wants you to walk through. So just, just do it. And knowing that the peace of doing what God has called you to do is far greater mm-hmm. than the fear and and the struggles. Because even on this end, all the struggles, I, I would do it again because there's just... Peace and knowing that's what we've been called to do.
2: Yeah. And I think that you UE- Find the the thing or the people or the song or the verse or that will get you through it. You know, we are, we are big worship people through music, and so Danny Gokey's song, the the brightest yeah. Yeah. sunlight. You know, after yeah. the darkest night, and uh-huh. that is just huge. And we, you know, one of the documents that we weren't sure when it was coming. It was one of those. It could be four weeks, or it could be eight weeks, or it could be yeah. fourteen weeks, or whatever. Like, I opened my email, I got that, and I just lost it mm. because I thought, like, this is one of those sunrises Mm -hmm. you know this is kind of the other side of that darkness Mm -hmm. or this is so it will also come you know to an end and it'll be it'll be just like that family and they were like i don't even remember our timeline and (laughs) and she'll just be home Mm -hmm. but then i think for us it's you know then what's next yeah like because we're not going to be able to be content with just finishing this and being done yeah
0: yeah then you're going to have 15 more babies.
2: Yeah. So you're, gonna, I don't know. <laughs> you're, be, you're running yeah. around everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm about to reach
1: the
2: age limit. <laughs> yeah. There is an I age have, limit. Yeah. So maybe we just encourage it. other families. Maybe we're like, you
0: go get a baby. You yeah. go get a baby. You get a baby. And you get a baby. You get a baby. Everybody. Get a, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and we can show you where. Yeah, know.
0: Listen, we know how to do this now. We tell you not to use it. Yes, yeah, so that's there. it. We've been there. And I love that your just encouragement is just to keep moving forward. I mean, you said it, just take one step at a time. And right. sometimes it's a really small step, right. but it's another, like you just said, it's another sunrise. I mean, it's right. another high point in a process that is probably full. Right of low points. And right. it is a difficult process. I remember, I don't remember how old I was when I realized how hard it is to adopt. Mm-hmm. Like, I never thought yeah. it would, it was hard. And then I started hearing stories of just, it yeah. is... A hard road, but then you're like that family you mentioned, and they're like, we don't remember any of the hard stuff. Like it's kind of like the black hole that uh, the newborn stage, where you decide to have another baby because you forget how How, terrible that first like how hard it was. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. right.
1: And right now, a lot that's getting us through are pictures. We get lots of pictures. Oh, that's great. Buying all the girl clothes.
0: (laughs) We love to wrap up every episode with one question, and that is, what are you so happy that someone did? tell you about? Like, what are you super into right now that you just think it's the best thing? I think one of the things for me, the, one of the big struggles
1: was when we were matched with, with this little girl, it had been so hard. And I just, not consciously, but kind of refused to like Attach. be happy about that. Yeah, sure. sure. Um, and to really kind of I don't know, accept and be excited about that. I was still really scared at that point. That's a whole other
0: layer I didn't even think about, Heather, is that like you almost don't want, because in some senses you lost a child that you had already built up in your head and created a persona for and Mm -hmm. everything, and the fear of attaching again. Sure, Sure. and to this child whose face we knew, Mm -hmm. whose history we had read,
1: whose medical files we'd looked at, it was really scary for me. And I just had kind of put up a wall. And talking with, with a friend who has been through the adoption process, and she said, you can't let the fear control you. She said, you've got to, to let go and, and love, even if it hurts. And she referenced um, a, a Matt Hammett song that I went and listened to and just cried. And God kind of broke me and said, you know, even if it hurts— I'm going to love you anyway. Mm-hmm. And so from that moment on it's like I have a lot of love for that little girl that I have not met yet. Mm-hmm. And even if it hurts, even if it costs me something, it's it's worth it. Yeah.
0: It's amazing so. how connected you can already be mm. to someone, a child that you haven't even met. Absolutely. I mean you haven't, but it just mm-hmm. reaffirms God's call yes. that this was supposed to happen. Yes. This
2: way. So, uh, you know, I think that the big thing that someone did tell me about is the difference between a state seal and an apostille when it comes to paperwork, <laughs> because that is a huge question what that you will be ap- asked. What? So it's like it's a, it's a stamp. It's like a press that they'll do on certain documents that you have to get And only one person can do it, right? And there's like, the, they have the one be- person in <laughs> your state government building yes, that you who have is to capable get capable of doing that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's literally like a special staple that they put in there as well yeah. like it has to have
2: and believe me you pay for I, that
0: uh, I 100% yeah. believe you pay <laughs> yeah. for that staple it is yeah. it is a, an expensive staple that's right to get to get that baby over here that's right so I, that's paperwork right. is serious I can, the paperwork alone is like uh, uh, someone I would have to pay someone but I can, I, do it. I can help I can help that is good. Maybe if you he's love to start so a much, business, yeah, yeah. consulting, <laughs> adult paperwork, right. business. I will do your paperwork That's for right. you. You got yeah. that box? He's to great check. at it. You'll yes. check it off. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> guys. I'm so thankful for your story. I'm so thankful for the encouragement with knowing when you're supposed to do something. Continue to move forward with it, even though it is easy to when you hit that first roadblock to be like, "Oh, this is God saying we should not do this anymore," because our gut tells us. this would be so much easier if we didn't. So let's just stop here. But I'm thankful for the encouragement that it is that you all kept going. And I know there are so many people out there who struggle through this decision and even through the process. And they'll find hope In your story, and they'll find hope in knowing that there is another sunrise and there is a light at the end. I appreciate you guys. We're going to link to your social media accounts on our show notes so people can reach out so they can touch base if they are in the midst of this too, so they can kind of hear where you all are at, what you all can kind of contribute other than paperwork to this process. (laughs) And I'm sure it's a good way to find some babysitters too, because I mean, you all have forgotten what it's like to have to have a babysitter. Absolutely. We talked about that a lot. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is our last time Sitting here, while I <laughs> know. <laughs> well, we were. At, it was so
0: funny because we were at a pool party together. Yeah, and I have two toddlers. Yeah, well, like I was sure one of them was going to drown. And sure. your boys are old enough to oh, yeah, swim; absolutely. they can wander off. Yep. You don't yep. worry. Yep. And I just heard you all say, "We're about to go back into this." Like, <laughs> this when is, when is, we watch people <laughs> with toddlers, we're like, "Oh, that's
1: going to be us next summer. Is, we're going to be the ones future. running around the pool <laughs> <laughs> instead of sitting here." I, <laughs> but we're excited, okay. and we know that she'll be worth it.
0: It'll be a good time. I can't wait for it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review, or you can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at cehala. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.